Hi, this is Jessica Zor, and I play Lieutenant Tala Kiali on the Orville. And you are listening to Planetary Union Network. Hi, this is Joe Quickle. And I'm Michael May. And this is Planetary Union Network, the official Orville fan podcast. And uh, we're talking about Blood of Patriots tonight. Yeah, so uh, go ahead, Justin. Oh, nope. I was just going to say, yep, the Blood of Patriots. (laughs) Yeah. So follow up to uh, the big two-part identity episodes um and i was kind of curious to see where they were going to take it from here if uh they were going to just kind of settle down do like a nice little bottle episode to kind of like get a little breathing room and uh but um i I guess there's some bottle episode like qualities about it but it's 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 another kind of big dramatic episode it's not uh not like a real lighthearted one for sure nope and uh i mean we kind of knew we weren't going to get bottle episodes from talking with um john cassar yeah (laughs) So yeah, no bottle episode, more action. Right. Yep. I mean, yeah, they're just gonna keep on going. Uh, but it opens up with uh, Yafit getting a, a uh, an award. <laughs> uh, kind of reminded me of uh, how Chewbacca never gets the uh, his medal <laughs> in Star Wars. <laughs> I wonder if that was a actually. I wonder if that was on purpose. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, and it was kind of funny because you, you don't really see what's going on at first. Like you see everybody's kind of gathered together, and and uh, Ed is clearly you giving some kind of momentous speech. He's by the power vested in me, and it's like, is, <laughs> is, is he marrying somebody? Like I don't see anybody else up there. And then you see like Yafit, but he's kind of short, so I didn't see him at first. But uh, but yeah, so he gets a medal for all the stuff that he was doing in the, the previous couple episodes. You know, I got to admit, whenever um, whenever. Ed put the metal around Yafit's, uh, I'm going to say neck. Yeah. I, I half expected it to just kind of absorb into him. <laughs> I kind of expected that too. I don't know why I did. Cause I thought about it more. It's like, well, you know, clearly he has enough surface tension and he can control it. But yeah, I was totally right. expecting to just kind of like sink into his body. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So then we have a little party afterwards and uh we find out that ed's got a sensitivity for eldorian vodka <laughs> yeah yeah i think it, it, they kind of played it up as kind of being one of those things that all of them are a little apprehensive of yeah yeah um and i'm trying to remember if it's been i mean we've seen a drink before so it's not like he can't hold his liquor right. at all but uh he's he's a little bit nervous about this, this particular yeah one. Uh, so he, you know, everybody takes the shots. He tries to get away with throwing it over his shoulder. <laughs> totally does not get away with it. Uh, cause I think Kelly catches him, right? She I think, says, she, just, yeah, I think she's the just one throw who it on the floor. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, then we, uh, we have a little conversation with, uh, Ted Danson's Admir- Admiral Perry. Yeah. Um, who, um, I, you know, I kind of don't like that guy. Like I love Ted Danson, <laughs> but <laughs> both times that Perry's been on, 
and maybe it's just the situations that he's been put in, but he's kind of a kind of a jerk. Yeah, a little uh, I don't know. a little forward. Yeah, yeah. He just seems yeah, he's like he's making some really hard decisions. So maybe it's just the message that he's delivering and uh I shouldn't blame the messenger, but um every time he comes on, it's uh he's he's putting um Ed in a tight spot. Yeah. Uh, but not really at first though. Like at first it's just uh that the krill want to start uh start the road to a peace treaty and there's this document that they want to sign. And, and the impression I get is like the, the document that they're signing here is not like the official peace treaty. It's kind of more like a trial, like ceasefire kind of a, or they've already had a ceasefire. So I don't, I don't know exactly. Yeah. What they've is. got a ceasefire. I can't remember exactly what the, um, what the document was called, but it's kind of like a, uh, kind of like the prelude to a treaty. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, clearly like Ed doesn't have the the governmental authority to, you know, sign for the entire union, but he has enough kind of symbolic authority to be able to uh you know, at least kind of help take this first step. And um as I was saying at the end of the last episode, like it, it's it's a big sign of trust that uh that the the union is willing to to let him do that. You know, especially right. for this guy, you know, the first episode of the first season is you know they they barely want him even commanding a spaceship like kind of Kelly has to cash in a favor just to to get him uh you know to to earn their trust to get him into the captain's chair but uh, he's certainly earned it now absolutely um so uh it, um you have a note about this Devora oh Devorah. yeah the 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 Devacaros I think yeah. was is uh what they what the uh, krill ship was called oh okay. and um it means the bringer of blood and yeah. uh captain mercer was like oh yeah that's cool that's a cool name <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> um yeah so they they come uh it, it kind of comes out of uh warp or whatever and it's uh chasing a, a shuttle or a krill shuttle is uh, fleeing from it, and the Krill ship is firing on it, and uh, they uh, the, the shuttle kind of makes its way toward the Orville, and they allow it to dock, um, and it kind of crashes into the to the shuttle bay. Um, yeah, kinda, everybody kind of. I don't. Docking is kind of a kind of a light word for it. Crash land. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it reminded me of uh, an episode of Battlestar Galactica. I think it was like maybe the pilot episode of like the original, like the old seventies mm-hmm. one um, where somebody basically, I think a Starbuck crashes his, uh, his fighter pilot into the shuttle bay because he, he's lost his, I don't know, he's out of control or whatever. But, uh, and I'm sure there'd been other, other uh, examples of that kind of thing, but yeah, um, it was pretty cool. I think there's been at least one or two other examples in this show. <laughs> yeah right um yeah so they uh they they quickly crew gets on board the the krill shuttle and sees who's piloting it it's a couple of humans and um one of them's unconscious and the other one is like super freaked out like it's a so it's a, a man and a and a woman and um the the woman slash girl like i don't know like it, it clearly and i was getting like a newt from uh, aliens vibe okay from her 
Yeah. Um, you know, just how like she's still kind of like almost in the fetal position and her eyes are really big. She's kind of dirty and uh, she's not as young as Newt, but uh, but in my head, I kept thinking of her as a girl just because I was kind of making that connection. But she's actually she's probably in her 20s or um, late teens. Right. Uh, well, I guess we find out later that they've disappeared for like 20 years. Yeah, so they've, they've been in that camp for 20 years. So yeah, so she would be in her at least 20s. in her early 20s. Right, right. Um, and uh, we find out right away that Malloy knows the the, the guy who's an older guy. Uh, and his name is Oren. So Malloy says his name. And, yeah. Um, and uh, they they get him to sick bay, and uh, Oren. We find out as uh, well, the Krill are accusing him of destroying some of their ships, right? Uh, blowing them up, um, but they don't have any proof. They don't know how he even did it. Uh, he then they and they scanned for uh, or um, Tala had scanned for for weapons and things multiple right. times and couldn't find anything. Right, right. Um. So, uh, of course, Ed is, is skeptical, um, but the, the Krill, basically, they want Oren turned back over to them, or there's not going to be a peace treaty, they say. Yep. And um, we get a little bit of backstory that Malloy explains that he and Oren were best friends. They grew up together. They weren't kind of in the, uh, they don't call it the academy, do they? Like what the. Yeah, Union Point. Yeah, yeah. They, they were kind of in flight school together, basically. Um and apparently, like, Malloy was there when Oren went missing, where he was captured. Right. There was a Krill attack. Uh, Malloy, or uh, Oren saved Malloy's life and a bunch of other people. Um, and Malloy, or, or I don't know why I get this guy's confused. Oren had a wife and a daughter who everybody thought would, had died. Um, and Oren says, no, my wife died, but my daughter did not. And so... That's who this this woman is that I'm traveling with. We also found out that uh, Malloy had a mohawk. <laughs> right, I want to see <laughs> pictures of that because we see a picture at the end, but I don't I don't think he had a mohawk. No, he didn't. I've seen a I've seen at least one Photoshop job already. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm I'm glad the fans are on that. Uh, so yeah, so. Oren has been in the Krill prison camp for the last 20 years and gone through all kinds of torture. And that's why, uh, his daughter, um, is not talking and she doesn't, uh, she's, and she's just kind of very withdrawn and, uh, and nervous and you just kind of tells everybody to chill. Like, don't just leave her alone. Uh, Claire wants her to come in for a, a physical just to make sure she's okay. And he said, and she freaks out. And so Oren says, you know, just, just leave her alone. She'll get there eventually. Um, but, uh, he says they escaped by stealing that shuttle. And, uh, um, and then I guess that's about where the, the krill come over and they want to, uh, yeah, the, um, Ed wanted to have kind of a face to face meeting to talk about, um, Oren. Right. Right, yeah, because they're they're all demanding that they return him, or there's no gonna, not going to be a peace, and and so yeah, and, and Ed's trying to like get some facts together. He doesn't have any, and so he tells Tala to stall. <laughs> yeah, so she goes through uh, 
goes through some regulations, which we I was like, she's been through all of them and even a couple that she made up. And right. The, the, and I love the stuff like you have any fruit or animals <laughs> or, uh, yeah, it's just like totally going through uh, customs and border patrol. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, uh, the, the CBP form on an airplane. Just, uh, mm-hmm. do you have any fruit or vegetables or animals <laughs> or, yeah. And the mother's maiden some- name thing was great. And, Makes him take a urine sample. <laughs> Where do we take this at? Just go over there. I want to watch. Yeah, pea corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go to the pea corner. Yeah, and, uh, and they're they're just so disgusted. Like they grab the pea cups from her, and it's like just I don't know the looks that they give her are priceless. Then <laughs> when it, then it cuts uh, back, you just where uh, Ed just needs five more minutes. Right. She's like, I've done everything. Goes, I just need five more minutes. Think of something. <laughs> that quick cut back to a snapping latex glove. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and uh and so Ed and, and um Gordon are still talking about uh you know, how are they gonna get out of this, how Ed's very feeling the stress of it and and uh Gordon <laughs> comes he's like well maybe we could offer them something else <laughs> and it's like what and gordon in just his his diplomatic skills shine once again so maybe we could offer them free back robes i don't know <laughs> um but it was a cute scene and he's like i don't know i'm just pitching stuff here and, and it's like yeah it's a good pitch but we'll just uh we'll hold on to that um yeah. so we get to the what's go ahead oh uh, the um when they get to the briefing room and yeah. notice that the lights were dimmed, that was a really awesome continuity. Yeah, I did not even pick up on that, but you're right. You're right. That makes that makes sense. Um, and uh, and the meeting doesn't go well. Like they they basically say you have was it twelve hours? I think it was twelve hours. Yeah, to uh, to make up your mind about what you're going to do. And that's kind of how they phrase it. They want they want Ed to make up his mind about what he's going to do, uh, and then they'll be back. And as Glenn wants to use the twelve hours to investigate, try to get more information, uh, find out if it could be possible that Orin is actually guilty of what they've accused him of, and, and if he is guilty, then what to do with him is a whole other thing. Like there's no extradition treaty with the uh, with the Krill, obviously. Um, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but we find out later that. Uh, um, that the Admiralty is considering one. Like if they find out that Orin is guilty, that we might make an exception just for the sake of the peace treaty to yeah. hand them over. Yeah. Some provisional extradition. Right. Right. Um, meanwhile, uh, Orin's daughter is, um, hanging out with, uh, who is, is it? Moy it's, there? Yeah. It's Malloy and Orin are there. Yeah, and she's playing that little game that that little video game that Isaac and the boys were playing uh, in the first episode of Identity, um, and she's she's really good at it. <laughs> and they they say the name of it uh, in this too, and I didn't catch it. But, oh, did uh, they? Ah, crap! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch um, it. The, I didn't catch it on my watch through. Yeah, they they they, they do mention the name of it. Um, yeah, still waiting for someone to come up with a. An app for my phone. So it's going to happen. It's got to happen. Yeah. That one's going to take a little more time. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> then, then the Photoshop Mohawk. Um, 
And uh, so as Orin and, and Malloy are talking there, you, you find out that Orin really is against this whole peace treaty idea. Like he, um, he just, it, it's, it's not just about proving his own innocence. It's just like, he, he, he doesn't want it to happen. And, um, definitely was getting shades of, uh, like, uh, undiscovered country a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, or even, you know, some of the, there's some of the classic Trek episodes, um, involving like the Romulans, um, and, uh, just a lot of the, the prejudices of, um, you know, various Federation people against, you know, kind of these classic enemies like the Romulans and the Klingons. But, um, I'm just looking up, uh, the daughter's name, if I can find it. Lena? Is that? Leanna or something like that. Yeah. yeah something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he, he makes this comment that I, I didn't get, and, and maybe, maybe you could explain it to me. Cause I was just, I don't know. Maybe my brain was not on the right plane or something. But it's just something about, or is this about patriotism is only for people with large families. So is it kind of like, um, like if you, if, I guess it's talk about large families is the implication there that you, you're comfortable and you, you kind of have everything that you want. And so you can kind of afford to be kind of, you know, patriotic and, and whereas him who's lost so much that he's kind of, um, I don't know. Like he feels like, does he feel like he's lost his country as well as yeah, everything? Maybe. I, Almost fake patriotism. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I, I think what was confusing to me and I still am a little bit confused is like what, because people use that word patriotism to mean a lot of different things. And right. I'm not completely sure like what, how Oren is using it in that sense. Like I'm kind of sure how, like I kind of get how Gordon's using it. Um, and I feel like Gordon is using it in, in kind of the way that I would use it. Like, you know, just, it's kind of a, you know, a love of your people. Um, and, uh, but, um, I don't know. It, it's a, it's a strange comment and, uh, it just, it's kind of making me think, and I just think I'm gonna have to mull it over a little bit more, <laughs> maybe watch the episode again. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to derail our whole conversation, try to parse it out. <laughs> Um, then we have another scene with, uh, um, I just lost her name again. Lena, uh, hanging out with, uh, Tala and is it Kelly? Who's there? I think it was. Yeah. I think it. Yeah. And, uh, Tala is showing her this, uh, Zelayan musical instrument, um, which is kind of cool. It's kind of like, it's like a keyboard, but, um, I don't know, not like a traditionally kind of laid out keyboard. And, but when you play it, then it also kind of creates these holographic kind of color shapes, very kind of abstract, but, um, that kind of go mm. along with the music. And, uh, uh, it was pretty cool. Like, um, and, and if whatever Paolo is playing on there is a, is an example of Zelay or yeah, Zelayan music. Um, I think that's the first time we've really kind of seen that, but, yeah, uh, it was kind of more like just kind of mood, like almost, um, 
I don't know, almost like a new agey kind of uh, kind of stuff more than something with like a real melody to it. Yeah, and uh, we find out that uh, her, her, I think it was her parents made her practice that as a uh, when she was younger, and mm-hmm. uh, she says, I think she said like that was the reason I didn't get laid or something like that. <laughs> Right. And then Kelly, what did she say? Yeah, she said, uh, she said I better get you laid now. And then they cut the dam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was really pretty. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we get a scene. That's, I really like this scene with um, Ed is talking to Tala, just trying to get her feel for like what's going on, um, especially about Oren. And we find out that Tala doesn't trust him. And she didn't really have a reason why, but it's just see, something about her. As she says, something about him rubs her the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And what I like about that scene is like, I'm getting the same feeling. And, and a lot of it is because I've seen this kind of plot play out in other, you know, kind of TV shows. And I feel like maybe in like Star Trek too. Um, and I just kind of feel like that's the role. Like, I think we're just clearly not supposed to trust Lauren. Um, and it's nice that one of the other characters kind of gives voice to that. And that's one of the things this show is really good at is like kind of knowing where the audience is going to be in all this and then saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to have Tala kind of say, I don't really trust this guy. I don't know why, but it just kind of like gives me and as a viewer, um, the, uh, the excuse to kind of feel the way that I'm feeling because now, you know, I share that with one of the characters. Yeah. Val- validate your feelings a little bit. Yeah, right, right. Because uh, he is acting a little bit weird, and, and his his circumstances are a little suspicious. And um, you know, I don't want it just to be completely like, well, you know, I've seen these other episodes of these other shows, and so that's why I I suspect this guy. Like, uh, you know, no, there's actually something kind of suspicious about him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and we uh, cut to um, engineering. And we meet another alien that uh, that Dan is kind of working side by side. <laughs> Dan really wants to have a casual day every week, <laughs> where he just wear whatever he doesn't have to wear his uniform to work, and yeah. and the other guy's all into it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, just you know, just write it up, submit it. Yeah, I'll sign it. I'll sign your petition. <laughs> um, and then Oren comes in, and he like. Uh, you know, basically just he tells uh um John that I just want to, you know, check out like it's been twenty years, I haven't really seen the new advances on the ships and, and John says, Yeah, make yourself at home, you've got you know full clearance and um or maybe that's uh something that Talos says later because she catches him in a storage room. Right. And, uh, yeah, said so that you're a union officer and you have full clearance. Yeah. Um yeah, he Lamar just said uh no, yeah, just take a look around. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but that's another great scene. Like, I really, I love Tala in this episode. Um, where, like, we know that she suspects him already, but she handles it. Like, she does not act suspicious, uh, herself. Um, you know, she, she clearly has caught him. Like, he's very nervous about, like, being caught in there. Mm-hmm. And he kind of tries to blow it off as just, uh, you know, you startled me kind of a thing. Um, but she is not like, she doesn't ask him questions. She doesn't, uh, let him know that she's suspicious about him. She just says, yeah, you got, you got the reign of the ship. You can go wherever you want to. Right. And, uh, yeah, but she's watching him. 
Um, uh, and then that's where we get back to the, uh, uh, we kind of jumped ahead a little bit on um, the uh, Admiral Perry coming back and saying right. that the Admiral's, Admiralty is considering that um, kind of provisional extradition order. Right, right. But they only want to do it if Oren is guilty. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. Like that, that lets them off the hook a little bit for me. Like it still kind of keeps the stakes high. Uh, because clearly, like, even if he's guilty, that Gordon's not going to like that. Um, right. But, uh, but at least, you know, it, it kind of lets the, uh, the union keep the moral high ground a little bit that they're going to, you know, they're not going to just turn him in, even if he's innocent, uh, just to keep the peace. Um, all right. And so then we have another scene of Lena kind of you know, trying being integrated back into human society and uh, Malloy is showing her planet of the apes. <laughs> yep. And I, I was, I, <laughs> I'm a little sensitive about this because um, when I showed my son planet of the apes, um, the DVD set that I showed him spoiled the ending in the menu screen. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I know, <laughs> which I think that's the more egregious uh, <laughs> offense, but uh, but I was a little bit irked <laughs> that we we get the ending. Like if you've never seen Planet of the Apes, um, and you know it's a really old movie and it's a very iconic ending, so I can't be too upset. But um, I was just like, oh, what if someone's never seen that movie? Now they know. But yeah, so they spoil it. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the new ones. But oh, they're great. I've seen the Charlton Heston ones anyway. Yeah, those are good too. But uh, yeah, the new ones are awesome. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, yeah, so they watch Planet of the Apes, um, and <laughs> it's kind of fun because Malloy says, don't worry, Earth's not really like that now. <laughs> Everything is great. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then I guess it's shortly after that, that Ed calls Malloy back in Ed, they, they're running into dead ends. Like they can't. They can't figure out like if Oren has actually done this and if he did, like how did he do it? And he's trying to get some info out of Gordon about him and and uh Gordon gets pretty upset about it that, that he's even suspecting Oren really. Mm-hmm. Um but uh so that that kind of creates some tension there. Uh and then Oren asks uh Gordon for a shuttle. He says uh he he kind of takes it for granted that that Malloy is uh, interested in stopping the peace talks as much as Oren is. And so he says, I got a plan. And if we can get me, we can get on a shuttle. I can stop these peace talks. Yeah. And won't tell him what that plan is. Nope. Like I'll tell you when we're on the shuttle. Yeah. That's, uh, (laughs) that's not a red flag at all. No, totally not. (laughs) Um, meanwhile, Lamar notices, uh, some quantum storage cells, have gone missing and uh, they're very clear that that there's nothing that uh, inherently dangerous about that. Yeah. They're just, they're empty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ed basically says something like, uh, you know, he stole office supplies. Yeah. Yeah. So far we just, we, we just got him stealing pens. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, the Malloy goes to visit Tala and, uh, ask her if she wants to go get a drink and she thinks for a second there that maybe he's asking her out and he's like no 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 I just I just need to 
what's you know what if you want to have a drink and how about now yeah <laughs> so he he's got some nerves yeah he uh goes to the replicator makes him a couple of drinks and um his is scotch and uh hers is rum zelayan rum um and uh he he gets gets rid of his drink pretty fast and um <laughs> but then he comes clean to her he tells her that Orin has asked him to steal a shuttle with him and um, that he's, he tells her that he's trying to figure out, do I tell Ed about this? And she says, well, the fact that you're telling me tells me that you've already made up your mind about whether you're going to tell Ed or not. Um, and then we kind of cut to him going through the hallway. Uh, yeah. And in this, in this scene, I was thinking, uh, okay, well, he's going to go, uh, you know, tell Ed about what's going on. And then when they cut to uh, him walking in Oren's quarters, mm-hmm. um, when they did that, I kind of in the back of my mind was thinking, okay, well, I think I think there were some scenes we didn't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they weren't really full of me either. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I, it's not a huge deal, but... Uh, just the fact that we just had that scene with Tala, like, right. That would have been kind of a huge disconnect between that scene. And suddenly he's like, okay, let's, let's steal the shuttle. I'm on board. Right. And, and I'm not, I'm not disappointed with the editing choice at all, because Mm -hmm. when you think about it, what's the point of doing that back to back? Right. Right. No, just having the same conversation with two different people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think they were kind of, playing up the mystery a little bit. Like, I don't think that we are supposed to necessarily think that Malloy is betraying the ship, but we are supposed to go, what is the plan here? Like what they're clearly like, we are missing some information. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and you know, so there's that little bit of mystery to kind of like pull us, um, pull us along in the story, as opposed to, we know exactly what Malloy's plan is. And now we're just going to watch it play out. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but it is kind of shocking when, uh, they are stealing <laughs> yeah. the shuttle and Malloy actually shoots Tala. Um, <laughs> she, she, um, she has bad luck with getting shot with things on the shuttle, uh, yeah. shuttle bay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, this one was planned, but. R- right. Right. But, uh, yeah, security chief, I'm sure that's not the f- second or third time she's, <laughs> she's been shot at. <laughs> right. And she can certainly take it. Uh, but yeah, so they, they steal the shuttle and then we kind of cut back to the Orville and we find out there's a tracking device on the shuttle and that that's, this is all part of the plan. Like they're, they're wanting to see what it is, what, what is Oren's plan? Cause he's, you know, obviously not telling anybody and still not telling anybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So even in the shuttle, he's not telling Gordon what's going on. Um, he, they set course to rendezvous with the Krill ship and, um, but yeah, so or, but Oren still won't tell Malloy what the, what's going to happen once they get there. Yeah. Um, and then so what? To remind me what happens with uh, Oren's daughter and Tala. Um, she uh, the the daughter has the scars on her arm. Right. And so right. Tala calls to uh, to have. Um, Dr. Finn meet, meet him in sick bay. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the, uh, the daughter 
you know, puts a knife to Tala's throat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She doesn't. She's still not wanting to go in and be checked out. Um, and uh, uh, Tala shows her the, the yeah. wisdom of yeah. <laughs> trying to hold a knife on a on a Zalea. Yeah, she, yeah, she says, "You ever met a Zalea? Sorry, <clears throat> you ever met a Zalea before? You have now." <laughs> yeah, she just throws her across the room. And uh, when the daughter gets up, she's like got a bloody nose, but her her nose is yellow and it's like, you know, just gushing down the front of her face. Um, so clearly there's something else going on here. Um, and she's she's not even really human. And right. at this point, I'm trying to think what would bleed yellow like this. She's some kind of android. Is she? I was thinking I android. Know. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, I probably like have again visions of aliens like dancing in my head or something that uh it kind of felt like that a little bit even though it's a different color than uh than kind of that white blood that uh-huh. aliens androids have but yeah so that's what i was thinking um and uh so clearly she's not actually Oren's daughter um and uh we kind of get that through a couple of different scenes so um is it Claire who kind of figures out what she is? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she's something called an invol. And uh, I kept feeling like that was supposed to be an abbreviation of something, but maybe that's just the name of the species. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're from some uh, star system that's very far out. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And before, before that, like they, because uh, Claire kind of figures out right away, right? And then they, they pull out of the room put up a force field around the room, purge all the nitrogen out of the atmosphere. Right. The yeah. They, because, um, she, uh, which she, uh, um, says that they, uh, that in nitrogen rich atmospheres, uh, the, uh, that species, uh, their blood becomes explosive. Yeah. Yeah. So we're lucky that they didn't blow a hole in the side of the ship. Yeah. Right then. Huh? And uh, so, yeah, so that turns out like that's how Oren has been destroying ships by kind of using her blood. And, and that's what he was using the quantum storage cells for is that he's got a quantity of her blood in there in the shuttle um, that he's planning to um, basically suicide mission um, and go blow up this other uh, Krill ship as it's coming back to sign the peace treaty. Right. And, and you know, which, of course, would put an end to all that. And. Completely yeah. willing to take Gordon with him. Yeah, because the uh, the Krill shuttles had uh, launchers, but mm, the Union mm. shuttles do not. So this was yeah. a straight up suicide mission. Right, right. <laughs> Is it uh, who makes the eggnog comment? It's Malloy. Um, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, Oren is telling him what it actually is. Yeah. And it's it's in involved blood, or however he says it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Malloy said it looks more like eggnog. Yeah, which is pretty great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they have a fight. Um, Malloy's not having it. They uh, Oren ends up uh, activating the bomb, but Malloy destroys the control panel, so they can't. He can't, or he can't actually guide the ship to the Krill ship. Um, but uh, but Oren's not. He's not going to be taken alive, and so he's just going to let the bomb go and. Uh, and is willing to take Malloy with him, but Malloy gets a space suit on. Yeah, and, and tries to get Oren to put one on too, but mm-hmm, did not. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. No, not doing it. And uh, so, yeah, so um, Molloy goes EVA <laughs> and uh, just kind of floating in space. And we kind of, I kind of skipped over a part where uh, we, we got um, uh, Lamar back at the helm, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And uh, um, Ed tells him to run every red light. I thought it was kind of a good light. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so yeah, yeah, like how long, how long until we get there? It's like three minutes, something like Mm -hmm. that. He said, run every red light. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah, it's going to be cut it pretty close to you. I get there before the, the, the stuff goes off. The blood goes off. Um, but, uh, the shuttle blows up and Malloy goes spinning and really cool shot of like close up of his face as he's kind of just kind of spinning through space. Right. And uh, then the, a light comes on, and we realize that uh, he's been grabbed by a tractor beam. And it's you know it's 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 really good, <laughs> really good timing that they uh, that they took off uh, for that rendezvous point when they did, because who knows if that's if that suit has a tracker in it? <laughs> mm, mm, mm-hmm. I mean that could have just with that uh, with the blast that could have sent him, who knows where. Yeah, yeah, he could have been out there for a long time. I guess I, I never thought about that. I, I assumed it did have some kind of a tracker in it. Um, but uh, you would think it would, or yeah. some kind of communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but they get him pretty quickly after the uh, after the shuttle blows up. Um, and then we add in the crew captain sign the document that they're supposed to sign. We get a a look at um, kind of Krill handwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to remember, like there may have, we may have seen, you know, some Krill alphabet on, uh, on, on the Krill episode from the first season. I don't know. Yeah, remember. we did. Yeah. Actually, we, uh-huh. uh, um, we got the Krill alphabet uh, font from the, um, from the uh, production team. And Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we released that. Well, it's been a while now, but that was that first season. That was we did in, that? yeah, it was in the first season. It's cool. been it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, and then we just kind of finish up with a a heart to heart between Ed and Gordon, and um, uh, because at one point Malloy had accused Ed of of just being jealous about Oren and, uh, and Gordon's friendship with Oren and, and thinking that maybe that was why Ed was considering Oren considering the idea that Oren was a criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ed says, you know, I, there, there's something to that. Like it wasn't, that's not why he was going after Oren, but the feeling was real. Like he, he was feeling a little bit, uh, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know if jealous is the word I want to use, but uh, just a little threatened, I guess. And he talked about how important his friendship with Malloy is that, that as we've seen just throughout the course of the show, like Ed is a great captain, right? But he's also insecure about being a great captain. Like he, he questions whether he's the right man for the job all the time. And uh, he needs somebody to be able to share that with and just kind of be real with. Um, 
and uh, and even Kelly, as close as Ed and Kelly are, like he doesn't feel like that's something that he can really share with her, but he can with Malloy, and so he just really needs that in his life. And uh, yeah, so we 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 find out that uh, you know that well from Malloy's perspective that Ed is his best friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except for if a really hot girl comes along. <laughs> yeah, it's like nothing's going to get in the way of that, unless it's maybe a really <laughs> hot girl. But other than that, we're rock solid. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and then uh, it's it's uh, after work hours, I guess, so they're going to head out for grab a beer. And that's how it closes. But good episode. Like I, you know, like I said, we've seen this kind of thing before where you have like a a character who one of the main characters knows from, you know, previous Mm -hmm. uh, life um, and they come in and you don't know if you can trust them. And you, you know, that our our main character is probably going to be hurt if this person is really, um, you know, turns out to be a bad guy or, you know, betraying them or whatever. Um, And so we've seen this kind of story before, but, um, not done in quite this same way. And, uh, you know, as everything about the world, like I really like how this episode kind of uses that to focus in on, uh, like Gordon's reaction to it, but also the effect of it on his and Ed's friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it really comes back to like the main characters and it's not just like a plot just to kind of like, you know, keep us going for another week, but it, it really, has something to say about like the characters that we, you know, watch this show for. So, yeah, this show doesn't do filler episodes. Mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) And even, even when the plot, you know, feels like a filler plot, the effect that it has on the characters is real and long lasting, which uh, it's just, it treats all this stuff really honestly. And that's what it's been doing since, you know, the very first episodes of the first season, it was, it it always kind of takes these, uh, you know, kind of familiar plots, but then just kind of treats them with such honesty and with such like emotional realism that, uh, um, it just, it feels new. It feels fresh. Mm-hmm. No new episode of the Orville next week. And that is because of the iHeartRadio music awards. So that's what's showing on Fox next week. That is showing on Fox next week. Yeah. The uh, 14th. So right. because, there's no new episode of the Orville. We're going to take a week off. All right. <laughs> and, uh, but we will be back in two weeks and our, our, our good friend, uh, which the Orville associate producer and editor extraordinaire, Tom Costantino Yay! will be here to talk with us about lasting impressions. Nice. And, uh, so lasting impressions is the Orville crew members open a time capsule from t- 2015. That'd be fun. Yeah, who knows what is in there? Yeah, got to be something from 2015, though. I'd imagine. Yeah, maybe yeah. a CD. I'm, I'm curious, like why 2015 and not like an 2018? IPhone? Maybe there's yeah. an iPhone in there. <laughs> uh, or a Samsung Galaxy, one of those <laughs> explosive ones. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, I was talking with Tom a little bit, and uh, there's going to have some more um, Orville exclusive giveaways, uh, some items from the set, and uh, oh, cool! I think a couple of uh, 3D printed prototypes of some things that um, 
Tom has kind of floating around his office. Nice. So you got to follow our social media pages uh, so you don't miss out on that. All right. And uh, speaking of that. Yeah. So if you're not already, follow us on Twitter at Planetary underscore Union. We are on Facebook at Planetary Union Network. We are on Instagram at Planetary Union Network. And our website is planetaryunion.net. Jilloja. Jilloja. one because because yeah you did that so that's yeah. the best one <laughs> no way we can compare to that at all